Have you ever wondered what it's like to sit in on a magazine editorial meeting? Well, this is your chance. You're listening to Salt Lake Speaks, a monthly podcast where our editors, writers, and staff dig deeper into stories, chat with newsmakers, and talk amongst ourselves about arts, culture, food, music, politics, or whatever else might strike our fancy. After all, we are Utah's biggest fans. Hi, I'm Andrea Peterson, and you are joining us today on Salt Lake Magazine's Salt Lake Speaks podcast. And today's episode, we are talking about blogging, and mommy blogging to be more precise, is a worldwide phenomenon. But for some reason, Utah is one of the leading states when it comes to sharing images and posts about everyday family life on social media and, and on blogs. Um, today, Ali Hinek is joining us today, and she's actually one of Utah's biggest bloggers, mommy bloggers out there. <laughs> Ali, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Um, well, let's just start with, um, you know, how long, talking to our audience, how long have you been blogging and kind of what got your start into it? Um, so... I have two accounts, and they're not actually, for me, blogs, and I think there's this interesting combo that we, uh, influencer versus bloggers, and it was bloggers that were huge, and we've transitioned into calling them influencers, and the only reason I know that is because I have my business, Nenenko, and that's, I think, what kind of got my start into a, my more personal following, and um, so... And it, I think it's based off of my babies, <laughs> not really me. But if that's the case, it, I kind of started growing my following when I was pregnant. So the babies are um, 18 months now. So so let's just to tell our viewers a little bit, you have three I've, little ones. I have triplet babies. Right. And two girls and a boy, uh, identical girls. And um, which is, uh, I found out, one in 30,000 chance of happening. So that's maybe another reason why people are interested. But yeah, so when I was pregnant, I announced on my company's account, I'm pregnant and surprise I'm having three babies and they're my first. Yeah. And so, it, you know, people started getting interested and in kind of just following. I made my account public because I thought it'd be more interesting for people to see that and um, yeah so probably uh, maybe um, two years ago so would you say because you said most long answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fine so you so Naninko was the company mm -hmm. so did you find that your original bloggers were local or just simply from the company like how did it kind of start how did I find my yeah my people um, you know I as a owner of a company I look for brand ambassadors, so people that, not just anybody who has a following, but people that I think mesh well with the brand. And so um, I was living in California, so it wasn't even, it just kind of was like whoever I think goes but is also willing to work with me mm -hmm. is how I would find people. So would you say, like, so you kind of started blogging in California and then you've moved to Utah. Mm -hmm. um, do you find that you have more Utah bloggers now, or does the kind of the audience a big? Um, you, you know, Utah is such a great, I guess, area to to work with because there are just so many. I don't specifically reach for uh, the the locals just because. I feel like I have a great audience already in Utah, and so I really try and like reach further than that. And then um, with events and stuff like that, I'll look for local, more locals. But with things being online, I don't necessarily yeah. try and stick to 
what's easier to, you know, with the local people. And, and since there are several, what you would call quote unquote, mommy bloggers and mommy influencers, mm -hmm. um, what makes your blogging, would you feel different or, you know, what do you add out that? With personally? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not much. I think, I honestly think it's my, so the reason I started doing it personally is because I was so overwhelmed with like doing the things that you would do with your first baby, like keeping a baby album, recording all the little milestones that like your baby does and for you and things you're feeling. I bought journals, I bought all of, all of baby books for each one of them and then I really, like they're just in my library, just stacked. I just was so overwhelmed with my own life that I couldn't find the time to sit down and write about things or even just fill out the, you know, what did your baby do today type of questions that I remember saying to my husband, if I could just take a photo of them a day, any of them, like it doesn't have to be three, just anything that I found significant or that I could just grab in a camera and write a sentence on Instagram and then, you know, print it in like a chat books or something like that, then that could be my documentation. And that's literally why I started doing what I'm doing. And, and I think that um, the interesting thing is that there's three of them. And so people were more like, oh, well, what, you know, oh, that's so cute. Or, oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> How did she do it? And so that's, I can't even remember your original question, but I think, did I yeah. answer it? No, you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. It's just like being a mom handling several yeah, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were there like key points that you like felt like you blogged about most? Like, were there like moments in the day or what the kids' challenges or successes? What did you find led your blogging? Um, I think that I was, I you know, having three at the same time and then also trying to um, work. I really don't think that there was anything that I was really focused on for a minute it was just getting putting them all in coordinating outfits and taking a picture of that and if you look back on my account there's just when they didn't move it was so much easier to get content I guess because it, I would just line them up and be like here's our activity I got you dressed for the day <laughs> and I would lay them down in a row in PEA order Penelope Ethan Alejandra and just snap a picture and that really was um a lot of the content for the first maybe until they started crawling like eight months nine months of their lives I can't even remember when they started crawling I'd have to look back <laughs> my Instagram account but um but that and then sometimes I've done like Halloween last year I was like okay I'm gonna do a costume for them every day of the month of October and so that was like a real theme and that was fun but after I mean now it's mostly like I'm just trying to keep up with them and make sure, hope the picture's not blurry with my phone. <laughs> Do you feel, because you kind of mentioned that it started as sort of like a, a digital scrapbook, yeah. per se. Mm -hmm. Do you find that now that you've done it for a while, that it's become more of a business and less of a digital scrapbook for you? Sometimes, yeah. Especially because um, brands start to reach out to you. And that's, that's, that was like a funny feeling to me because I'm used to being the brand, reaching out to bloggers. And when that started to happen, it was actually so, so nice because it's so expensive to provide for three babies at the same time um, that um, I was like, oh, nice. Like, okay, yes, I will post. I, I do need a new high chair yeah. <laughs> or three new high chairs. And, um, and then... 
and then I thought, well, it's a nice opportunity for me to actually save money for the babies, for the kids. So if I ever do make money, which I actually rarely do, because I like to just help other, especially small businesses out, um, I put it um, towards their savings account. Mm, so nice. sometimes, we, sometimes I do make money, but um, mostly I'll, I'll, you know, do it for product. And sure. so it did, in that sense, yes, but I don't do it enough that it is actually a business. A lot of people have a lot more success mm-hmm. in, that, in that respect. Do you, I mean, going off of that, kind of asking that question, a lot of times I don't think, I mean, some people do probably now more and often know that like some of these brands have been reached out to some of these influencers and these mm-hmm. bloggers. How do you feel that kind of divides the line of like reality versus accessibility right. and honesty of brands? reaching out to you you mean as far as the like followers well I guess reality of like normal moms being out there what they perceive right um yeah I think it's so all of a sudden and I've I've felt this with myself instead of just well one we always are everyone I think on Instagram and I've been to business seminars where Instagram is there you know representatives there Instagram is our best of the best for everybody, not just influencers, for everyone. And we take, and stories is for the bloopers, is for like the reality, right? And so I know there's this phenomenon where people don't feel, they feel like they compare themselves because they do see these perfect lives and whatever. And um, I mean, yeah, I think that when you're doing it for advertising, it, any, any, Anyone who knows anything about marketing is we put our best foot forward or we put what people want to see for marketing. Um, because, of course, if I want to work with a company, I want to do something good that still jives with me but is what the audience wants to see but also makes the brand happy. And so, maybe you know, yeah, I'm going to put makeup on. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to take a photo of my kids crying. And I, you put your best foot forward. So I do think that it's not necessarily the reality, but what I like about Instagram are the stories, like I was saying, is for the bloopers, for the behind the scenes, for the the real talk or whatever, um, because I do think it skews a lot of people's perception of what life is like, that it's perfect, yeah. that no, your babies never cry, you know, and I'm like, well, why would I post them crying every day like I thought I want to remember the good stuff because it's hard for me you know so and at night we really do get into bed and look through our photos and and you want those good feelings because every mom needs to recharge at the end of the day and be like hey it was a good day I still love my kids yeah (laughs) it it wasn't a bad day it was a good day we had a good photo (laughs) you know that's good um so since you do kind of run a business and blogging um has running a business while blogging been beneficial? You know, um, how do you combine the two and, you know, maybe how, how much do they influence each other? Um, I think it's more than, than I even realize. I have, uh, I have this really great following um, that I didn't really understand or know until I started um, a VIP exclusive private Facebook group for my company. And then that's where I started to realize a lot of these people know a lot about me personally. I mean, one, because when I started the brand, it was, it was me doing everything. I was, I was shipping your orders. I was answering your customer service. I was 
um, taking photos of myself as the model, but I was also taking photos of the product. So I was sharing like a 360 and people were really, you know, they, that's how it grew because people were like, oh, Allie, you know, Allie and same thing as Nena. And then um, as I grew, I just couldn't do all that stuff. But once my personal account started to grow, I think it was an, another uh, a way for me to reconnect with um, my customers and um, for them, when I got onto my VIP page to see what they were discussing, they just, they actually did know a lot still about me. And I kind of didn't think they were the same people, but a lot of them are the same people. And, and it's really, I think, this special thing because they don't, they don't just want to buy a beautiful bag and sometimes they don't just want to buy something that's actually socially a conscious product they also want to support this family. Like it's these three different things that are meshing together. And I, I, I you know, so I think I have people that are entrepreneurs or mom, mompreneurs, I don't know what the term is, that find it interesting to be able to see what my life is like behind a, you know, semi-successful business. And, and so, yeah, I think it definitely one complements the other because it makes this business back to a real person, and then it shows this mom that is doing other things, you know, has other things going on, and it's this interesting concept. Do you ever worry because of having the brands so kind of close together that maybe something you say or do over here might affect this, over here might affect brand? Does that come yeah. into play? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes I worry about that. Not not that much, but I, I think that I really, um, represent the brand the, or the brand really represents a lot of my core beliefs um, and then meaning that I guess it, what I'm trying to say is, which means it's not hard to censor myself I'm not trying to censor myself very often um, because I think there's a lot of crossover so I don't think I'd ever say anything or do anything on my personal that I wouldn't say or do on my business and vice versa gotcha yeah. Do you ever find that it's because now, especially that you kind of have the two brands, you have you as a mom and your kids, and then you have you as an inco. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever find that, are you, some people wonder if it's always, not an act per se, but an always being on. Yeah. Do you feel like you're always on? Do you feel like there's an on off? Or like... Oh, I feel like I'm mostly off. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like, especially when you go, I, I mean, it's hard for me to even to keep up with my personal one and I, I try not to think of it that way. I try and remember that like Grandpa Hinek is watching and this is how he keeps up and like you know their aunts and uncles and that's how they keep up with us on my personal and really on my personal it's mostly my kids. I, I don't usually flip the camera on me very often because I kind of feel like I just don't I don't have time and I'm more just I'm literally chasing babies most of the time and then like now as we're doing this interview my babies are sleeping I take the opportunity to go to my office and work and so I just unless I you know I'm doing doing stuff and driving which I normally don't <laughs> um, I don't have time to really talk about myself on my personal one when I go to my office we actually do schedule times where like we're gonna do a Q&A or like Allie, Allie's gonna you know walk them through the new product and honestly, like I like to look nice most of the time, but sometimes I try and get a workout in really quick, and I go to do the video, sweaty and gross. So I'm, 
I'm not that worried about it as I used to be. Actually, before I had my personal account, I felt like I had, for my business account, I felt like I had to be more on when I was just working. And I could be, because I didn't have kids to like <laughs> consume all my time. I could get ready before. But now I'm kind of like, it's real life. Like, sorry guys, my <laughs> eyebrows need to be waxed. Yes. <laughs> so. um, well, because you kind of talked about it a little bit then, because you have the business, you have the personal, and you do a little bit branding, um, working with brands. Um, how much of it do you think, I mean, for you, how much of it is income versus hobby? And then what do you see other mommy influencers out there? What do you see? Is it more hobby or more money? Uh, for, for, uh, for my personal? Yeah. Um, it's definitely more hobby for yeah. me. Um, if I could make it, I do see the opportunity in business. I mean, I work with a lot of women that do this, um, I would, but my company is more important to me and it's, it's, um, there's a lot more invested in that and that's more of a reality for me than my personal account is. But I still, I see a lot of things as opportunities. I really do. Like, um, and this is definitely one of them. It's an opportunity to gain the trust of my customers for Nenanko. It's an opportunity to potentially grow something for my kids later so that maybe I really can earn money for them and it's money they earn, you know, because I'm taking pictures of them. It's mostly children's brands that want to work with me. And which is, so I, yeah, I see it as an opportunity in the future, but right now it's definitely a hobby. Sure. Yeah. Now, I'm especially in Utah because it is such a popular trend having mommy influencers and bloggers out there. Mm -hmm. um, what is the community like? Do you guys get together, have tea, you know, hang out? I mean, what does it feel like with all the other bloggers out there in the area? Um, it's very, like, there's events all the time. Yeah. I always tell my husband, why don't I get invited to them? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a little bit on the outside maybe just because I'm like, uh, more business owner than I am blogger and I, I don't, I actually really don't work with as many brands as maybe I could, but, um, but I think the community is really great. Like, um, I think a lot of people are definitely out to make money and I, and I think that's perfectly okay because a lot of them give up their jobs and use this as their livelihood. And so it's kind of, it's it's really networking. I wouldn't say I think there are a few that are definitely friends, but in my mind and how I perceive it, it's more like of a networking thing where they're going out to, you know, rub shoulders with other bloggers and um and businesses and um but I don't I don't normally one thing I do personally is I have play dates <laughs> and other multiple moms will come over to my house and we'll, I guess, do, like, I don't know what we're thinking, but get as many one-year-olds as possible together and they play and get sick together. But that's, I mean, that's like, I'll have, I'll invite one mom over at a time with their kids. But, um, yeah, I think it's mostly networking. I wouldn't say it's like, we're besties. We're besties on the It's like, no, it's networking. And people should actually know that, like, like I said, there are some exceptions where I do know some are just friends, but when you see them together, it's definitely like an event and they're there to promote and they're probably getting something for free <laughs> and that's how it works. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I just have a couple of final questions before we wrap up, but um, 
with you know so many bloggers speaking of like there are so many out there and the market is becoming a bit saturated um what do you where do you think the trend is having when it heading when it comes to bloggers and the future of mommy influencers out there oh my gosh i have no idea um i you know i think that like as we see people perfecting um these outlets meaning like the pictures are more perfect, the, you know, the perfectly styled and everything looks beautiful. I, I think people are going to want more of that, like, reality. And what I've seen is a lot of people or a lot of women that are more like themselves and just, you know, more uncensored are getting these greater, more loyal followings. And um, I think stories are great for that, too, like I said, but I think people are starting to perfect that, too. So, um, if anything, I think we'll go a little bit backwards where people will like that a little bit more outside of like Instagram and those kind of things. I, I don't know. I don't know what the next app is. I honestly can't handle another one. I never even got into Snapchat because I'm like, I still don't know how to use it. I mean, I still just don't get it, but I hope they don't start anything else because I just can't, <laughs> but maybe that, maybe back to, back to basics. Definitely. Yeah, because that was actually, you kind of answered my next question. It was going to be like, you know, the reality versus the perfectionism kind of, yeah. where is it? I know me personally, when I look at stuff, I do I love the pretty pictures, but yeah. I feel like the reality is what makes me feel more grounded in life. <laughs> yeah, but and you know what's interesting is, like I said, being on a business side and being on just a mom side, I have these people that push me on the business side. I, I rarely show pictures of myself there. We want to see more like everyday, normal, whatever girls. And I'm like, yes, but will you like those people? And the answer is no, they don't. Mm -hmm. So I think this is an interesting question because when we show a beautiful girl that's maybe not like the mo most of us, it's like likes, 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 comment, comment, comment. I want to be there. Oh, where are her shoes from? Where's that dress from? Where's that da-da-da-da-da? How does she do her hair? If we show a more like everyday Jane, it's like, hey, maybe a like, <laughs> maybe. Interesting. So it is very interesting to me because right now what people do want is perfection. Even if we're jealous of that person, we're still liking and wanting to see her. Hmm. So think about that. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> um, Ali, thanks for joining us. Um, is there anything that you, you know, is going on right now with, you know, you and the kids or the company that um, you want to tell our listeners about? Uh, no, just get involved and say hi to me when you see us out and about. I see people kind of every now and then, and more than anything, I love it when people come and say hi and they see the chaos, the real chaos in our so lives. So say hi to Allie. Don't say just hi like to her. Me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Allie, again, tell us um, the handles for our listeners to follow. So Allie, my personal one is um, A L I underscore Hynek, H Y N E K. And my website is the same. I actually call it a website. <laughs> um, Alihenick.com. And then my company is Nenanco, N-E-N-A-A-N-D-C-O. And that's the handle for everything. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to us. You guys have been listening to Salt Lake Magazine's uh, podcast called Salt Lake Speaks. And you can find this interview as well as several others on saltlakemagazine.com slash podcasts.